Last time on The Call of the Expanse, our heroes climbed a mountain on a rescue mission but failed to bring anyone back alive. Thanks to Nathan Dwimaville's silver tongue, they still got paid. Later, an elf named Douglas Beanball informed the group that a job with a large payday was available in the city of Jaha. Traveling down the Alongo River, they were attacked by dinosaurs, but they made it out alive. We now join the orcs as they approach Jaha. Snowing uh, West Texas already a lot, but looks like we're getting our winter in February. So try to get a recording session in before we never see each other again. Yeah. Yes. Before the I, the roads are frozen for two weeks straight, probably. If I die on the road, you're all, of course, welcome to my funeral. Just don't let your death be my death. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Please let your death be my death. I mean, it'd be a time saver if the three of us all just died on the way back. You have all three at the same time. Oh, yeah, joint funeral. Okay. Yeah, and then all the all the families could actually finally get to sit down and have some time together. It'd be nice. Yeah, but I have to edit the podcast. Not if you did. <laughs> yeah, how's it going to get out? No, no one knows my four-digit my four passcode to my computer. <laughs> this is when we find out that Emod spends three weeks trying to figure out what four-digit combination works. <laughs> Turns out it was boob the whole time. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I want people to mosh pit my dead body hip my funeral before they set it on fire covid yeah, yeah am no, i no one's gonna be mosh pitting i don't give a shit I'm, you know, I'm gonna be dead you want everyone else to die too i don't give a shit i'm gonna be dead he's greedy he does Fuck if, I know. <laughs> if i die you're going with me at my funeral i want everyone to kiss each other cough in each other's mouths at my funeral i want you guys to put my my body in a tree for falcons <laughs> It's like squirrels making a home inside of you. Uh, that, that'd be oh, fine, too. I that'd guess just any animal is fine. Felicia the Druid, hello. Uh, I, I want to be it. mummified, dried, ground up into powder, and then sold as fine spice. Okay. Damn, gross. For medicinal purposes only. Banking off of that, I, I quite literally would like my body to be mixed with the, uh, the finest greens and smoke. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's cliche, but also like... Screw it. Legalize. You could, uh, you could just be fertilizer. Mix be my ashes into nutritional and make smoked. mac and cheese out of me. I want to be the biggest smoked fatty anyone's ever. Why does everybody want to be consumed? Yeah. So gross. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I, just, I want to become one with the universe, man. I've never gotten into the man. black market. I figured that was a good way. I just like, I just want to give back to the animals and let them eat. It's just like, it is the final level of, of, you know, being a vegan. That is true. Mm -hmm. I, I lied. Like, as much as I would love to be smoked, like, that, that stoner brain, like, smoke me up, bro. No, I did. I, I told my girlfriend uh, that, you know, I'm, I'm vegetarian, but I do eat fish. It's just vegetarians just get off. Yeah, I don't eat, I don't eat meat, whatever. And potatoes feel more pain than fish. What, what I do... No, my, I mean, it just takes so much longer to explain how I really feel, which is... If I can catch it, kill it, and eat it myself, then I'm good. I, I can't do that with animals. I can't catch them and kill them and eat them. I can catch a fish. I could skin a fish, and I could eat that. Fish. Squirrels, rabbits. You can catch a squirrel. But would I kill it and eat it? No, I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. When I die, I want to be thrown into a piranha pit. Hell yeah, dude. Because I eat the fish, let the fish eat me, you yeah. know? 
Like, so along those same lines as Felicia. I like, feel you. Loki, you find out that Matt's been eating piranha for the past two years. <laughs> All he eats. <laughs> it's just, I don't want to be a floating carcass in a lake, but if there are piranha in that lake, I'm going to be consumed, I'm yeah. sure. But also, like, no funeral. I, mm, no, it's stupid. That's, that's, a, that's like a different conversation altogether. I yeah. don't want people looking at my corpse because yeah. that's not me. That's, yeah. that, that is not who... That's not me. Celebrating my spirit, not my body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that. Give my body to the fish because I ate their bodies. Like, let's let's get that cycle going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does I anybody like- actually know, like, the actual size of a piranha at this like- table? Are they are they actually like really big or are they comically small? Like I'm they're made in cartoons. Sure. Not, not comically small. Maybe um, football size. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty. Should big. I look it up? Maybe look smaller. Up. Like, I think that would be a large piranha. There are a lot of different types of piranhas. For some reason, I just I just felt compelled. Uh, I love me some potatoes. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I thought that a piranha taco sounded really good. That they might be uh, really small and it might not be worth it. Because I wouldn't have a dozen piranhas killed just for my one taco. Yeah. The largest true piranha is the San Francisco piranha. Um, there are piranhas in San Francisco? Yes, so. This ab- aggressive omnivore grows to more than 13 to 7 pounds. So they're really not that big. Wow. But that is pretty big yeah. for us, yeah. though. Like, mm-hmm. and they also, we're talking packs. We fish. Yeah. Man, that's more than enough for a taco. I don't need a seven pound taco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, now, no, I'm, I, now I'm really curious if in San Francisco they have piranha tacos because that seems like it would be exactly the area where it, you would get it, one. It, I don't, I mean, I don't know anything about San Francisco wildlife because I've seen piranha at the zoo. It just seems wild to me that San Francisco, the climate. Yeah. I'm never, not seeing much about piranha tacos. I've never it's considered. Yeah, I mean, it's probably <laughs> a good reason. It's a delicacy. I doubt it. But I'm in not, all seriousness, I've never heard about that. I'd rather have no, just the me. hippie way of a natural burial where don't, don't put me in a fucking me. box. Like, no, wrap me in a sheet. Gosh, I could, I could I'll wrap you in a sheet. I could turn this into a much different podcast and talk about all those beliefs that I have. Yeah. But like, you know, uh, yeah, I realistically don't care what happens to me after I die. I just thought the idea of being embalmed and, and uh, mummified and then ground up into a powder and sold on. You probably take, shouldn't oh, take my organs out. Be test consumed them, if you're embalmed. Because if, if the Buddhists have it right, like I need to become part of the earth and my energy needs to move on. Don't throw me in a fucking box and put me underground. Because then I'll be stuck there. Yeah, an airtight box. So it's interesting you say nah. that if you're embalmed, you probably shouldn't be consumed. But that that actually happened a lot in the early 1900s when they discovered the pyramids in Egypt. There were a lot of grave robbers that would like sneak into these tombs and they would walk away with like a mummy hand or something like that. And mummies would be routinely stolen, ground up into powder and sold as like a uh, you know an Eastern mysticism cure all. Or whatever. So people would actually consume embalmed, powdered bodies, and that's that's kind of where I was yeah. having a gag at. But we as humans honestly haven't moved too far from that. No, I don't. I, I do. Yeah, especially <laughs> now, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, well, especially now when you think about how uh, they've started like stacking bodies in graveyards. Mm-hmm. Like they will exhume somebody else's coffin and then like dig down like like three or four more. And then load four or five of them in the same plot. And then suddenly our graveyards turn into mass graves because it's, there's just not enough room. It's actually a lot more common than people think. Yeah. Uh, because there's just not enough room to bury all of those bodies. And like even recently with COVID, uh, they've been doing 
mass graves for like prisons and stuff because there's just not enough space to deal with those bodies. And it's just like, just don't like, I, maybe it's a triggering topic. Freaking bodies, man. Yeah. Yeah. Reduce them. Yeah. Like much like in tabletop rules. Once I die, I become an object. (laughs) Get me out of here. And difficult terrain. And difficult terrain. (laughs) It would be cool to be like stuffed and then, Standing like a bear in somebody's living room, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've thought about That'd that. Be great. Too. How about that snow? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we'll it's see all about that snow. We'll see. It's starting. I to don't get, believe it. Starting I, to get a little darker outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nature's making a comeback, and we're all screwed. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel I mean, like it's gonna. I I don't know. I just have this feeling that well, it's gonna be too rough. I feel like that. Like this year. Reminds me a lot of there there was one year, and I think this might have also been like close to when we moved here. We were supposed to go to Oak Street for my sibling's birthday. That day, it was like the day before it was 81 degrees. Mm -hmm. The next day, it was 18 degrees Fahrenheit, of course. Um, And and it was just like icy wrecks. It was in March. Tons of wrecks. And that's just how North Texas works. Yeah. My parents are out of, or here from out of town. They're here from Arizona. Um, and, like, the weather here has been, like, so beautiful. Like, go out and drink weather, but, you know, pandemic. But they came to visit, and they, like, because it's been so beautiful here, my mom didn't bring any warm clothes. She brought, like, long sleeve shirts and stuff, but I've been having to supply her with, like, hoodies, uh, jackets, scarves, beanies, gloves, whatever I can give her because yeah, she has her, no warm clothes. I brought her my jacket today yep. when I went to go pick up Felicia from the hotel they're staying at. In the middle of goddamn February. 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 Just need to reset the calendar, like go back two more months. Let's have another Christmas right now. I'm cool with that, but I'm not yeah. buying anybody shit. No, no. no. <laughs> That's the worst part of Christmas, getting gifts for people. <laughs> Just becoming poor. <laughs> yeah. I would much rather just hang out in, you know, inside with snow outside, just getting shit-faced. You mean yes. Thanksgiving? How yeah. Thanksgiving should like be? The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Beer pong. I just want to sit around, eat a bunch of good food, drink a bunch of good liquor, and uh, have That's a good time. That's why it's the best holiday. Speaking of good holidays. <laughs> How about Jaha? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Jaha days. So if I'm remembering, right, we are, uh, we're pulling up to the... Uh, would you even call this a city? Wait, let me get my computer and my dice. I didn't know we were playing. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> this effing yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, you guys are on the Olongo River, and you're approaching this city. You see tall granite walls that are higher than the tree line. It starts to open up, and you see docks. And Douglas, who was who was piloting this dinghy? Nathan, Nathan was. Cool. Oh, hey, you want to uh, pull us into one of those docks over there, Mr. Nathan? I mean, I guess I'll try. I don't really know what I'm doing here. Just kind of like... Oh, let me move around. the dead body out of the way. Wiggles it around, kind of crashes into the side of a dock. I mean, I guess we're here, so this is good enough, right? Oh, yes. Are y'all ready to go to the console estate? Yeah, Ronk adjusts her uh, mask and cloak and... Looks back at Douglas and steps off the boat, folds folds her arms and looks back at the rest of the dudes. Like, okay. I mean, I don't think we're here to party, so I guess we should probably get going. Oh, speaking of parties, there's actually a party going on. 
at the console estate. I guess maybe we are here to party, boys and ladies. <laughs> Whatever. Let's go. You promised me money. Let's find the cash. Right, right, right. Jaha is a great crumbling city in the northern part of the Mwangi jungle in the Mwangi expanse. No roads lead to the city, but is but it is accessible by the Olongo River. The elves moved in roughly 50 years ago, and they are slowly rebuilding the ruins and bringing law and order to the city. What part of the city did we enter into? The north. Yeah, like okay. north, northwest? Yeah. Here's El Mapo. This is where y'all came in, right here. Very cool. That's that's like a, an official map you pulled up? No, thanks to John John. John John, John whatever. John John. Thanks to Juan Juan. John Han. Let me just, what is it Don John. Don, Don John. John. There you go. Thanks to, <laughs> thanks to Don John, there wasn't a map of Jaha, but I made a random map. So this whole city. Very cool. Just made up. Yeah, the further south you go, there's more criminal there, activity. There are two markets on this map. Yes, there are two markets. We're we're roughly here, right at the entrance. So yeah, uh, Ronk, Ronk is just standing outside of the boat, waiting for you guys to get off. Cool, cool. We're ready to so, go. Yeah, we we start walking. Um, anybody need to hit the shops before we go to the party? Um, is there any way y'all can buy something nicer? You I look mean, great, this Nathan. was not in the in the contract. Oh, y'all never asked about any. I'll be wearing this, thank you. Also, I mean, what kind of insult is that? I mean, Dougie, you don't look that great yourself. I'll have you know that these are my best furs. And he looks beautiful. Gots, don't listen to him. I think we'll be fine. (laughs) Douglas wipes sweat off. He's like, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. Got attacked by raptors. Made me sweat more. I mean, perhaps I could find something more suitable to kill and skin, but... Please don't do that here. I mean, I don't know about you, Dougie, but you look a little, a little damp. I, I, I do feel a little damp. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll understand. We spent a couple days on the river. Anyway, yes, let's, let's, let's go to the party. Yeah. Okay. You see a bunch of humans, a bunch of elves walking around doing their daily tasks, and as you walk up. You reach the consul estate. It is a very large, eloquent mansion on a beautifully manicured plot of land. Partygoers dressed in the richest materials you have ever seen mingle all about the front yard. Many are watching a performance as your party arrives. You see a pretentious-looking elf with short gray hair, neatly parted, and a tight, thin mustache. He is wearing a dark blue doublet and white riding pants. He's riding a horse with a fancy, shiny saddle and stretching it to dance, strafe left, right, and trot in reverse. With a quick spur and a whip in the hind, the horse bows. The onlookers give a polite applause, and the elf notices you and Douglas Beanball approaching. With a few more whips, he eagerly meets you halfway as he dismounts the horse and hands the reins to an assistant. He saunters your way with a narcissistic smirk. Good afternoon. So looking forward to your arrival. You must be the retrievers. What's that? You're here 
to retrieve the sacred animal. Yeah, so we didn't really get a lot of information about what we're supposed to be doing here. Just that you'd have money for Oh. Well, shall we go inside? Uh, I mean, I guess it is a bit stuffy out here. There's a lot of all these poor folk, you know? Ugh. Can't handle I... it. <laughs> Quite. I don't understand what you mean about that, but... Yes, please. Let's go inside. Hi. Uh, as we're walking in, uh, Nathan wants to stop Douglas. We're pals, right? Oh, of course. So this man, who is he? Oh, he's the Consul General. Okay, who is he to you? Oh, he's my boss. Your boss? Yes, sir. Celine Ball. Oh, uh, yeah, sir, we'll, we'll be right there. We're just talking about I saved this man's life. You got to talk me up, bro. Oh, oh, of course, of course. I'm of course, just checking to make sure he's okay. He's you like got standing me, right? there impatiently. He's behind his back. Just... Listen, why is it the, the smaller one is in charge of the much larger elf? <laughs> you know, Gats, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, it's a good thing that we're equals. Oh, should we, should we go inside now? Yeah, I just want to make sure that we're clear. That, oh, of uh, course. We're good friends, right? We're oh, pals. yes, yes. All right. I just want yes. to make that clear. Yes, he's he's waiting for us. I, I don't want to upset him. All right. Okay, so y'all go inside. Y'all follow. This man, he didn't introduce himself. <laughs> um, by the way, this that's his, uh, his name is Victor Dogby. Dog. Dogby. Victor Dogby. Dog, Doug, dog. Oh, oh, jo- it's a joke. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's hard to tell with your mask if you're making a joke or not. Good. Oh. So y'all go inside. There's classical music being played. Servants walking around with plates of food. Victor uh, Dobby. As one of the servants is going by, Gots is just going to, like, reach a big green hand out and just grab a handful of whatever and uh, just kind of, like, pile it into his face. And while he's eating, he's just looking around and he sees everything going on. Mason's, this place is very nice. I like it. It's decent. Grabbed a handful of shrimp. Gots is allergic. Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So as y'all are walking, Victor Dobby is talking. So... I assume y'all know about what's going on, why y'all were called here. No. No, no honestly, uh, and no offense, uh, Dougie, but uh, he really didn't tell us much. Aside uh, from the fact that there might be something strong here. My my apologies, sir. Um, They didn't ask, and I was just happy that they came. Ah, quite. Well, y'all are here. That's great. Anyway, there is... Some sacred animal, I don't even know if it's real or not, but it has gone missing, and there are these tribes that are roughly 50 miles away from Jaha. They see this animal as something sacred that keeps the peace between them. It has disappeared. We need y'all to find it because I do not want these two tribes at their throats in my province. Is this another Dinkletooth? Yeah, yeah, this... Um, please, I'm not trying to insult you here, but it seems like you're signing us up for a wild goose chase. You're not even sure if this thing exists? It exists. If it is a goose, we will catch it. Uh, I will get it right away. It's an expression. Uh, yeah, 
If it's a goose, we'll catch it. I highly doubt it. They have been coexisting quite nicely with the native cultures for the past 200 years. They're almost like family at this point. We do not want them fighting. We get along great with them. And, uh, what nature of beast is this? Is it, uh, something large? Imposing? I hear it's a dragon. Dragon. <laughs> is that like a goose? <laughs> In a way, yes. Yes, very much like a goose, but... Yeah, it's got a, like a long neck in uh, the wings. With fire. <laughs> a roast goose. Delicious. Where is it and where's my money? I would please ask you, do not roast this dragon. It is imperative that we recover this sacred animal. If not, the peaceful Prezel tribe will be obliterated. Red. The Otokembe tribe are bloodthirsty. I consider its disappearance both an insult and a curse. I'm sorry. What what kind of goose are we talking about here? I'm sorry, dragon. <laughs> Rock's got goose on the brain. A little hungry. A fairy dragon. Can I do a knowledge check on that? Sure. Let's do a knowledge check. It is going to be Arcana. That was a 13. <laughs> Never heard of a fairy dragon. Uh, I've heard all about fairy dragons. Excellent. Perfect. So, here's the deal. Uh, can I call you Vic? I'm going to call you Vic. Um, he's just, his lips are pursed and he's just staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> your, your friend here, Doug, Dougie, whatever his name is. My employee. Right. Uh, he was telling me, and I'm sure that this is wrong, he was telling me 25, 25,000 gold. That is extremely wrong. 20,000 gold. 20,000. Oh, okay. Oof. Uh, we've got a problem. What is the problem? I don't think that your... Uh, is your eyesight bad? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to insult you here. I, I, I see you with high esteem, but I'm just wondering, like, you got eye issues, maybe? Please, tell me... Where you get this, this thought? Why? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe you're distracted, but I don't think you've noticed that I'm here with Goth Balak, the greatest wrestler. Uh, as you motion over to him, uh, he's just shoveling food in his face, and he turns around for a moment, as a bit of it like <laughs> dripping down, and he just like one-handed just waves. The greatest wrestler in all of Galarian. I. I'm not done. Over here. And I know it's hard. I can understand this one in a cloak. But this is Ronk Felas, the greatest gladiator? Gladiator in all of Galarian. You understand. 20,000 gold? That's this not- is a piece, right? I hope you understand. I'm not putting my entire faith in you three. You are the fifth party to come by. We're going out into the jungle, right? Correct. My issue here is we're performers. We're not ready to go out into a jungle. Ah, but the sound of $20,000 brought you. Uh, to be clear, your friend said twenty-five. No, no, sir, I, I didn't. I can roll a deception. You can roll a deception. <laughs> Douglas is like, he's not going to betray his boss. <laughs> 16. Kind of rolling like shit tonight. Ronk is going to grab Nathan by the shoulder. 20,000 is just enough 
doll. Don't sell yourself short. Goss is going to walk up with um, food dripping from his face. <laughs> Nathan, if something could make a dragon disappear, that would have to be something quite strong. No? That's... All right, all right. I guess we'll take the 20000 Just because my guys really want it. Another man walks up. This man is an elf. He is dressed in a white three-piece suit and is wearing a fedora and thick-rimmed glasses. He's walking with a cane, but you can tell it's only for fashion. And he has a pet raven sitting on his shoulder. Ah, Dogby. Lovely lunch, I must say. Oh, click. I'd like you to meet the new hired help. Gentlemen, this is Horton Click. He owns and operates the Clickland Safari Park. Clickland? Yeah. Sorry, what's his name? Horton Click. So are you going to be taking us to this dragon? Ah, no, 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 no. I've got a business to operate. No, I, I, don't, I don't go into the forest. Right, so what do you do? I run my Clickland Safari Park. A park? Yes. Where people can go look at As birds the rarest, and shit? the rarest animals from the Mwangi Expanse. I hear y'all are looking for the dragon. Uh, not actively. We just got here, actually. We're trying to enjoy the party. Ah, yes, quite, quite, quite. But apparently this dragon is going to give us our 20,000 gold. Oh, that would be great for y'all. That would be fantastic if you can find it. Yeah, sure. Point me in the way. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm just here for the party. That's all. Do you have healing skills? <laughs> Excuse me. I no, I don't. As you can see, lifts up the the sleeve of her cloak. We ran into a few of probably what oh. you have in your park. Some of those shitty little birds. You know, before oh. I bleed all over your fancy things, maybe someone could heal me up a bit. Victor Dogby is like, oh, God, oh, you didn't tell me you were hurt. We can go to the back. Well, I'm not necessarily going to tell you every time my hurts are hurting, but, uh, yeah, if this goose is as big as everyone makes it seem, I might need to be healed up a bit. Right, right, right. Let's go to the back room. Eh, anyway, Horton Cluke <laughs> says, nice meeting y'all. Say goodbye, Poppy. No, Raven. <laughs> Glares. <laughs> That's an ugly Continues bird. walking. Okay, so y'all go to the back room. Is everybody going? Yeah, I'm not going to leave my my bronze behind. Great, great. So, Victor Dobby starts walking down a hallway. And this man, a potion. So, give yourself a potion. What's What's a step higher than lesser? Moderate? Minor? Right. Lesser's like the worst one, right? Yeah, it's minor. Lesser, minor, Moss. Douglas pops into a room, pops back out. Lesser is higher than minor. Oh, okay. Well, he gives you a lesser. Oh, my Um, bad. Minor, lesser, moderate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ronk downs the potion. You're good now? Good enough, I guess. Great, great. So we walk into a room. Victor opens a door. I would like you all to meet Hitu. He's chief of tribal security in the province. And you see this massive lizard folk sitting at a table with some folders in front of him. And he looks like this. What a nerd. What a nerd. 
Me too. Uh, Large lizard man <laughs> wearing a button-down shirt. Yes, he's obviously in uniform. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing a beret. Big old axe. Does he have the axe on him currently? It's yes, leaning against the walls. To him. He's sitting down. And he's just, he's got his hands on the table. He's just staring at you. A big lug like you sitting behind a desk. I, I'm Ronk Philas. Do you want to fight? He just stares. He doesn't look amused. Looks kind of irritated that he's here. Yes, uh, anyway, um, let's let's get down to business. Uh, have a seat. Have a seat, everyone. I'll stand, thank you. All right. Uh, Gauss is already sitting, sitting down on the opposite side of the table. Nice. In his seat. Huh? In his seat. Yeah, in the same seat. He's on the lizard folks' lap. Oh, jeez. No, he's <laughs> just, he's already gone, like, while Ronk is asking questions, he just walked around the table, found a place to sit, and just sat down. And as soon as Ronk asks if he wants to fight, his eyes light up, and he just gets very excited. <laughs> yeah, Vic. Uh, and we'll walk around and sit next to Gots. So what, what, do, what do we got to talk about? Well, at this point... We don't have any leads, but we've had similar problems in the past. Perfect. He asks Kichu for the folders, and he pulls out pictures. They're like headshots of people, drawn headshots. This one here, his name is Darby McCann. He has been spotted several times in the province in the past year. He makes a handsome living from rare and endangered species. Ah, much like your other friend, the one with the park, was it? Oh, no, 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 no. Horton Click, honorable man. Hey. Honorable? What's honorable about keeping keeping birds in cages? Listen, ah, a lot of them There are two need people help. who collect strange endangered animals. What makes one more honorable? Nothing, Gats. They're just trying to fool you. If it can be put in a cage, it should be killed. So, what is it? Uh, Darby McCann, he's an elf big game hunter. He's dressed in a full-blown safari outfit, and he's wearing yellow-tinted glasses. So this man, you think this one's got your goose? It's quite possible. He collects them, sells them. So, I mean, if this man's got him, it's probably dead, right? Hopefully not. Oh. I would think he would keep it alive. I guess we should probably touch on that point. So, yes. <clears throat> pardon me. Um, exactly how big is this dragon? Oh, it's small enough to sit on your shoulder. <laughs> he folds his arms. Oh, yeah, sorry. Gods, I, I knew that. I should have told you. Right. Yeah, I was thinking that some great beast or some strong opponent had moved an entire dragon away with no one noticing it. We'll find someone for you to beat up. I promise. I promise. I think that Ronk had the right idea. It's more of a goose, really. Right. So what? We find this man, and he has your dragon. Well... We don't know if he has it or not. He's just a suspect. Is he at this party? Haven't seen him. He does not come to these kind of things. How about we find him and kick his ass? I do like the sound of that. Right. But who else? Yes, yes. Pulls out another paper of two figures. One of them is an orc. The other one is a dwarf. 
Now, these two are troublemakers. The bald dwarf, his name is Mick Katie, and the other is an orc that is said to have been raised by savages. The natives call him Gaji, the hunter. Both are known poachers and have been seen in the area. So, same as the other guy, also a poacher. The other one, Mr. Darby McCann, he tends to follow the rules more than these two poachers. Man, that's the thing with you uh, high-class folks. You like to make excuses for people, don't you? Well. See, we like to look ugly in the face and call it ugly. But, I'm sorry, sir, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Continue, continue. Yes. Gus is going to, like, bump wrong for a second. I think it's a bit ironic they think that that one was raised by savages. These people always seem to think that people like us are raised by savages, no? To consider we were raised at all, right? <laughs> exactly. All I see here is a roster. Where are they at? And where's the crowd? I believe that's what the twenty dollars. Excuse me. Dollars. What is a dollar? Why didn't you tell me that? I hear you are telling me that we are giving us change, and you got twenty dollars in your pocket. Y'all came for twenty dollars. <laughs> Screw the two of you. I'm doing this one alone. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's what the 20,000 gold is for. We don't know where they are. But they are close. They've been seen recently. Point me in a direction and I'll go. Yes. If I find nothing, it's your head next. Excuse me? Exactly. The lizard folk kind of, you see his this. Ah, oh, please, please. Uh, Hada, whatever your name is. Uh, it's just, It's just a term of endearment, you know? Just trying to show how much we respect you. Your head worth so much. We're just coming here to... Is that a deception roll? <laughs> Sounds like one to me. How's an 11? Oh, God. <laughs> Hitu looks like he's about to stand up, but Victor kind of waves him down. Thank you, Vic. See, you understand. I understand you have the energy for the job, which I appreciate. I do not appreciate threats, though, my good sir. What's a threat? Do you run this little party, Mr. Is it Dwemerville? It is. Uh, no relation. Great. Um, I am their manager, yes. Great. I believe we're done here. Mr. Beanball here will be your guide. I have a few questions, actually. Great. So, here's, here's the thing. You're telling us this thing's the size of a goose. So what happens if it is dead? You still get your money. Perfect. Please, let it be alive. You know what? Of course, of course. That's what we're trying to do. That extra 5000 you were trying to get, it's alive. I will put that on top. So these three, uh, do you want us to bring their heads? Frankly, I don't care. Perfect. Yeah. I need the dragon back in the tribe's hands. Then their heads will be mine and proof enough to you that we got the job done. I would suggest making sure they're actually suspects before you go. Of course, of course. Fine then. Send us in the direction and we'll get the job done. Great, great, great. Mr. Beanball will be your guide. All right, Dougie. You're going to keep up with us? Oh, I'm actually quite excited. I haven't seen the Prezel tribe in a couple months. Tell me about this Prezel tribe. Sure, sure. 
they find all forms of life sacred. They have lived in the same state for thousands of years. And they did not know about disease until outsiders and the elves came to the province. They're very nice. And they're the ones with the dragon. Is their dragon or something? Yes, they they are usually the tenders of the fairy dragon. And you said there was another tribe? One that was more bloodthirsty? Yes, yes, the uh, the Otokimbe tribe. I've stayed away from them. I don't go near them. They're just bloodthirsty. The thing about this fairy dragon is it keeps the peace. The Prizol are very magic-oriented. This dragon is magical. The fact that it's a dragon... Yeah, something along the lines of... You said why it matters to the Prizol. Why does it matter to the other ones? It matters to the Otokimbe because... They worship dragons. The fact that this is a dragon that can cast spells, be magical, they see this as a peace treaty. They leave each other alone. With this fairy dragon gone, the Otokembe are sure to attack. So, how long has this dragon been around? From what I know, he's been around. They don't grow much in size. And he's lived all his life at this, uh, tribe. It's quite possible. I... I've only lived here for about 50 years. He's been here since the beginning. So, what if it just decided to leave? Oh, it it wouldn't do that. You, you can actually... friends with this dragon? Yes. You are? I've spoken to it. All right. It will have no reason to leave on its own. I wouldn't think so. Okay. We'll find the one who did this, take his head, and get the money. Quite. Uh, yes. Yes. Good. Yes. Wait a second. Did you take this dragon? No. Why would I take this dragon? Thank goodness. That's one suspect down. Oh. You think this man could sneak away with a dragon? Ah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> what if he ate it, though? Oh, that's 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 not necessary. That's rude. I don't know. Just, just doesn't seem like the type to be able to get away with much. <laughs> just jabs between pals, you know? Oh, uh... uh we're, we're friends. Okay. Just how friends hang out. Okay. Yeah. Take us, take us where this number one guy is. Um, I wish I could. I don't know uh, where they are. I thought you were a guide. Yes, I'm going to take you to the Priestle tribe. Well, I guess maybe they will tell us where they are. I'm sure they have more information. They are around this dragon literally almost every day. All right, then, let's get there. I'm Great. done with all these uh, pompous fools. Oh. oh. Time is money. Let's go. That is true. There are other groups searching for this fairy dragon. I mean, if you don't care about it that much, I guess. And I do care, but I am so hungry. I was wondering, these other groups, we are the fifth, and finding this dragon is some sort of contest. I, I guess you can see it that way. If someone else finds it, I mean, that's great for us, but... Not good for you all. He uh, stands up emphatically, knocking the chair behind him over. <laughs> Excellent. Let's go. Great. Oh, good, good. Let us go. Is there anything you guys want to do in town before we step off into the motherfucking Mwangi Expanse? Punk needs to land a punch, and uh, if it's not in the Mwangi Expanse, it's going to cause some problems here. Jungle is extremely warm and humid. One moment... 
You smell the sweet scent of flowers. The next moment, a hint of decay. Birds squawk and monkeys call out in the distance. Fungus grows from the trees and the jungle floor, ranging from small to around three feet tall. The morning sun is able to peek through the canopy to provide enough light to see Douglas Beanball is still sweating, and he's about to step on a large snake roll for initiative. Gots. Thirteen. Nathan. Seven. And Ronk. Twenty. Oop. I rolled a six. I rolled a one. Oof. The large snake goes first. It is going to try to bite Douglas. And it misses. It's going to try again. Okay, I think that got it. Really? It made it through its thick, thick plot armor? (laughs) Yeah, 22 to hit. Definitely got him. And it's going to deal some damage. Poor Douglas. I think this is the part where we walk away. (laughs) You got a good idea there, Gots. We'll find our own damn village. That was a second attack, so now it's going to constrict. Deal. One more point of damage. Oh, please! Help me! And now it is Ronk's turn. Okay, so it's it's grappling him at the moment? Yes. Okay. Uh, Normal-sized creature? It is medium. Medium? Yeah. It's a ball python. Ronk is going to charge past Nathan and Gotts, reach up this snake man, and deliver a flying arm. Got a 23 to hit. 23, that is a hit. It's going to be six damage. Six damage. Ronk's going to go for another strike. Mm. Eight to hit. Eight, that's a miss. All right, that's it. Okay. As y'all are messing around with the snake, one of the mushrooms starts to move. Out pops a small fungus. Stands about three feet tall. It's very ugly. Looks like that. Got a bunch of eyes, crazy teeth. All right, we got moving fungus and a big-ass snake. This man's a liability. I thought we were supposed to be finding a village, not playing with the wildlife. It's going to run up to Ronk and try to punch him. 28. Hit. Three damage. It's going to do it again. Wow. 24. Hit. (laughs) I rolled a 19. I rolled an 18. Matt, are you telling me your level 2 AC isn't higher than a 24? No! <laughs> Four damage. <laughs> Jesus, again! It's crazy. He's done. Now it's uh, Douglas's turn. He is going to try to escape from this ball python. As he tries to escape, the python has a reaction creature grabbed by or grabbed or restrained by the ball python attempts to escape so the dc of the escape increases too it's got to beat a 19 and that is with athletics right yeah athletics against the 42 dc of the snake plus <sighs> two i guess from its reaction yeah he's fucked oh good god i rolled an 18 yeah he got it 
He beat it by two. So he's out. And he's going to... I imagine he has to stand up. He falls back away from the snake. Terrified. Now it's Gots. Gots is going to crack his knuckles. Well, let's just see what this jungle has to offer, huh? And he strides past Nathan, right up behind the large ball python. He's rolling his shoulders and his neck, and he drops his arms low into a stance, resembling that of a mountain peak. Ooh. As he takes the mountain stance. Here we go. Furia blows on the snake against its flat-footed AC. Oh, shit. That is a 26 against its flat-footed AC. Critical. Fantastic. 14 damage on the first hit. Finish it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Had exactly 14 left. Oh, wow. So Guts walks up behind the snake and uh, just drops completely horizontal, falling with both elbows to the ground, and they both hit the snake. And you hear an audible pop as the pressure between his two elbows causes its intestines to burst. Gross. And he looks very disappointed for a moment. (laughs) (sighs) Nothing ever holds up. That's uh, the end of his turn. Nathan. Man, this is hardly a show. Um, can I get a will save from your little mushroom boy, please? A will save. 16. Shit. So, uh, Nathan's like, that thing looks weak as hell. It's just a vegetable. But nothing happens to it. <laughs> and Ronk... Doll, do me a favor, get rid of the mushroom. Well, we gotta get going. And he's gonna cast Guidance on Wrong. What's that, plus one to attack? Yeah. Rolls? Attack rolls, um, saving throw, perception check, or skill check. Nice. That's it. It's his turn. Wrong. Gonna go for an unarmed strike. 13 to hit. Miss. Uh, again, 27 to hit. 27 does hit. Five damage. Five damage. Ow. One more for the road. 13 to hit. Miss. Yep. Just now, the small fungus Leshy's turn is going to go after Ronk. 12. Sure, that's a miss. Finally. (laughs) Wow. 18. Miss. Nice. Okay. One more. Eight. That's a miss. Douglas. Looks very confident. He has his cane, and he's going to run up and try to beat this thing with his cane. He rolled a one. Oh, my God. God, Where are those crit cards? In that case. (laughs) Rolling so high and then fucking Douglas. A one. Couldn't be the mushroom. Thank you. Yeah, uh, don't be afraid to fudge your NPC's rolls, too. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? 
fall prone. Great. He runs up and trips over the city. Overconfident. Obviously not a fighter. Moved, he attacked, he fell, so he's gonna stand up for his third action. <laughs> Fucker. God damn it. Alright. Take an attacker of opportunity against Douglas. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess you can. But <laughs> Do no. it. No. Gods is just shaking his head. Now say it's just Sid. Now the Leshy appears. Now it's gonna run up. It's gonna run up to Gods. Fist. He's gonna punch you. Oh, there you go. Roll the one. <laughs> God dang. Good. Shakes his head at the leshy too. It is sickened three. It's insane. <laughs> I should be the one sickened by that display. <laughs> it's sickened because it stood up too fast and it feels like it's gonna barf. Sickened three. <laughs> the mushroom has vertigo. Okay, so it's minus three to its attack. Eight. Yeah. That's a miss. That's a way miss. Yeah. It's got one more attack. Wait, move, attack, fumbled, attacked again. You're That's right, you're right. Yeah. Thank you. And one more attack. Change and time. one more attack. And one more. This Lushy is a legendary time. creature with four actions. Oh, it has yeah. flurry of gloves. You didn't see the mushroom wizard giving it haste. <laughs> Gots. Well, <laughs> aren't you cute? He's going to grapple the Lushy in front of him. Oh, that's a good roll. That is a 22 against its fortitude DC. 22 against fortitude. Uh, yeah, he fails. Perfect. Uh, as Gots picks him up, the Leshy feels a sudden squeeze. And he takes squeeze. four points of bludgeoning damage. And now, my frail and fumble friend, I don't think you're going anywhere. As he furia blows onto the grappled creature. Oh, jeez. Ah, oh, it's not a good roll. He's flat-footed, right? 16 against its flat-footed. Oh, I just barely missed. Damn it. The second hit, 23 against flat-footed. Got him. Perfect. That's nine points of bludgeoning damage. Wow. And he has one more attack. And uh, he's going to... Eh, he's going to take another attack. And it's going to miss. Cool. Now it is Nathan. Uh, Nathan's going to walk up next to the, the gray one. We need those, like, sliders that people use on miniature battlefields. This, this is a poor show. This is just not worth it. Nathan's gonna quick draw his suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) How do you, aren't you holding it the whole time, or do you have, like, I mean, yeah, he will, he's just gonna be holding it. Yeah, just hold it the whole time. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah, so he's gonna, (laughs) he's gonna... Have a suitcase and uh, just uh, slam his suitcase down onto this fucking mushroom. Seventeen. Question: Do we consider that flat-footed? No. No. Okay, so that's a miss. 
Stacy is 19, everyone. <laughs> and he'll uh, try again. Minus five. 20. Hit. Uh, all right. Seven damage. Nice. Seven damage. That's it. Hey, Dougie, maybe after we kill these, you can have a taste of mushroom. Maybe get some greens in that diet of yours. I I don't eat anything green, and these look gross. (laughs) Speaking of Dougie, it's his turn. He's going to swing his cane. This nasty, gray, small fungus mushy. Eight. <laughs> Roll the three. <laughs> Damn it, Beanball. Get it together. Damn it, Beanball, and your plus five to hit. It's <laughs> got 42 AC and a plus one to hit. Ten. That's a miss. <laughs> one more. Three on the die. It's another miss. Get ready, guys. Now, just like six natural 20s coming from these two mushrooms now. The white fungus Veshi is going to continue to attack Guts. Question, is it going to attempt to break out of the grapple first? Or is it just oh, it's right? grappled. That's right. He can still make an attack with one free hand, as long as whatever he's attacking with only requires one. Yeah, he's just punching you. Cool. He's going to do it. And he's still, it. he's sickened two, two now. So he gets minus two to his attack. 16. Miss. Swing it again. That's a miss. Third swing. Minus eight. Minus two. Yeah. Fuck, he can't hit anything while he's second. You can get a 15 against the Gray Leshy's, uh, I guess, reflex DC? Reflex DC. Trying to tumble through. Uh, no. Ronk tries to uh, move past it, but this little bastard somehow stops me in my tracks. <laughs> Ronk is going to go for an unarmed strike. It's a natural fucking one. Oh my. <sighs> so many natural ones today. God. No. I can't hit for shit. Uh, just fucking kill me now. The first one was such a good hit, though. You, like, open the combat with, like, a 23 or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, good. Where are we pulling from? Front. The front. Front. Yeah, pull from the front and then put it okay. in the back. Uh, Ronk attempts to tumble through the Leshy, somehow being stopped. The gods just don't want anything to happen for Ronk, apparently, as Ronk goes for a swing, trips, and falls unconscious. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Until uh, Ronk wakes up or the end of their next turn. Oh, my God. How do you wake up? Is there a mechanic for waking somebody up? I guess when you're unconscious, it's technically it's like you're sleeping. So somebody could just be like, hey, wake up. I guess so. Just knocked out. Holy fuck, man. Wow. That's one of the worst (laughs) unarmed ones we've seen so far. I guess I am cursed for some reason to not hit, get hit, and then to fall unconscious on my turn. 
If you were going to be cursed anywhere, where better than on the caravan? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Cursed Caravan Podcast. Hey, welcome. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, right, Gots. Uh, Gots is going to maintain the grapple first. <sighs> Stupid big die. That is a 15 against its fortitude DC. Uh, 42 to 18. Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible roll. Big one was about to be a 17, stopped on a 7. Dang. Uh, so all that happens is that he releases the grapple. Um, and he's going to do a, a Fury of Blows. Oh, terrible. Man, being like oh, low level fucking sucks. That's a 14, though. That's not enough. On the first hit. hit for shit. Second, yeah. nah, natural six. I have to like roll Damn. over a ten to hit anything. Um, <laughs> I'm really trying to think about what to do with that last action. Run away! He's gonna try to trip the mushroom at a minus eight against your reflex DC. Fifteen. Yes, twenty. Very reflexive mushrooms. Yeah, that's the, the minus eight yeah, really fucked me. I know it's weird. He's got that's his highest save. It's ten. I'll tell you, fortitude eight, reflex ten, will six. Okay. Yeah. Next time I'll try, uh, you know, one of my will based wrestling maneuvers. <laughs> Even my fucking will shit. Yeah. Well, uh, that's it for Gotz's turn. Nathan. Yeah, Nathan will will nudge you first. Like kind of kick you. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a wake up check or is it just nah, natural? Nah. Like, I mean, unconscious. Hey. It's the same as sleeping according to the rules, so you can just yeah. Yeah, he'll be like, "Wrong. Now's not really the time." Yeah. Um, what what the hell happened? <laughs> and he's gonna bomb on. I'm gonna do it for both of them. I'm gonna use two actions for it, but I'm just gonna say one thing. Is that right? Cool. All right, all right, you fucking mushrooms. Look here. All right. Ronk, Felas, Gots, Barlick. They're not here to put smiles on people's faces. They're here to shock the Mwangi and make children cry. Now fucking die. And what does that do? I need to roll a diplomacy check against their will, DC. 24. Got it. It wasn't a critical failure, was it? No. Okay. I mean, I guess it works out for me. Okay, the target is distracted and takes minus two penalty to perception checks or will saves for one minute. And that's his turn. Don't you have one more action? No, I used two actions to use it on both of them. Yes, yeah, so you have one more action. And I, three I kicked. Oh, gotcha. Sleepy Ronk Phyllis. Well, I guess I better stand up. Ronk is going to stare at this mushroom in the face. Reach behind herself and pull out her bat and go for a swing. It's going to be a 27 to hit. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. All right. Six damage. Six damage. And that's it. Okay. It's the gray one's turn. One, two, Nathan. Three, four, Ronk. Five, six, Doug. It's going after Doug. Sweet. It's <laughs> going to punch Doug. Just so I get this, because I'm still kind of confused on this, I don't get an attack of opportunity if it attacks somebody else in front of me. Mm-hmm. No. 
That's so weird to me. Okay. Yeah. If it, like, it's cool. If that's if that's what it is, then that's cool. It just seems so weird. I'm just going to, like, watch and see this happen and not make a move. Yeah. It's just weird. Dougie takes four points of damage and swings again. That's a miss. Three on the die. It's got one more swing. And that's a hit. 19 on the die. Five damage. Please, stop it. Douglas. Hey, why don't you get out of here? Oh, okay. <laughs> He's going to move back 25 feet and yeah, you gotta, step on another snake. <laughs> you got a <laughs> death snake. wish or something? What are you doing here? He's going to go back 25 feet and... It's going to ready an action to where if one runs up, he's going to hit it. It's the white fungus Leshy's turn. It's going after Gats. And punch Gats. 20? 20 exactly. Ooh. Five damage. A three? How does a three sound? Sounds great to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's going to swing for his last one. 18? Uh, miss. Miss. Now it is God's turn. Slippery little bastard. He's going to try to grab him again. Ooh, natty 19. Oh, my God. That is a 28 to grapple. And that's against Fortitude? Correct, Fortitude DC. Critical. Your opponent is restrained until the end of your next turn. Ooh. Which is a step above grab. Can't do anything, right? Can't do anything. On top of that, as he grabs the mushroom, it feels his bulging biceps squeeze, and he takes four points of bludgeoning damage. Squeeze. And then he's going to Fury of Blows. <laughs> I've got you now. That's a miss. Roll the natty five. Natty 17 on the second. Minus eight is a nine plus nine. 17. <laughs> He's flat-footed, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly a hit. Nice. That's an 18, actually. Ah. But still a hit on his flat-footed. So that's... Nine points of damage. Nine. Keep rolling like shit on my 2d8s. That one is not looking good. And he's got one more action. Unless he's going limp in your arms. Uh, he's just going to swing at it one more time at a minus eight. All right. 13. It's a miss. Yes. That's fair. That's it for Gods. Nathan. <sighs> Nathan's going to shove the one in front of him. <laughs> 19. Got it. I believe that's an attack of opportunity, my friend. Oh. Ron, get you, that one. Nice. You shoving it that way? Yeah. Yeah, you shove it five feet. Uh, you also have the option to stride and follow it the five feet. I will. Uh, it doesn't yeah, get in the way of his attack of opportunity. I will. As it is shoved, Ronk swings out with the bat to the back of its head with a uh, 22 to hit. Hit. Nice. Nice. Quality teamwork. Yeah. Six damage. Six damage. You're not looking good either. And then 
This is what I should have done the first time. What I meant to do. Distracting faint? He shoves it. He's like, wrong. Get this one. And then uh, he lifts up his suitcase above his head. And I'll finish it. Not super great. That's a 15. It's a good plan. Poo-poo roll. Did you roll a five? No. My deception's only six. I rolled a nine. Ah. Because I was that an attack? Two. No, it was a deception roll. Oh, so that, no, that succeeds. Okay. Against well, perception. You tricked me. I thought you were swinging your briefcase. Oh, no, no, no. You <laughs> tricked me. Perception. So, yeah, you got it. Oh, okay. It, I mean, with all those minuses, it's a 12 DC. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, you, so, so he sorry. just, like, lifts it up were. and is, like, and then just, like, hangs out there with it with his suitcase above his head. So cool. your foe is fooled, but only momentarily. The target is flat-footed against the next melee attack that you attempt against it before the end of your current turn. Um, and then Nathan will just take an attack on it. Uh, that's a... 18. Hit. Kill it. Four. Four damage. He is hurting so badly. It's not looking good. For that shove to get a Ronk's attack of opportunity, get one of these little guys. PP. Should give that to Cody. He's the one who said it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got it from Cody. Oh, make it a shared PP. Well, somebody gets it because that was cool. That's my turn. Ronk. Elas. Ronk's gonna do a sudden charge. Hold the name. Now it doesn't say I need to move in a straight line. No. It says strike twice. Yeah. Ronk is going to run past Nathan to the precipice of the first stride. Hit an invisible turnbuckle. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> And dude. run back to the, uh, run back at the gray mushroom. And swing with a flying bat. 22 to your DC DC. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hit. His ACDC. It's going to be six damage. Finish him. Oh, yeah, your head is just fucking splattered. <laughs> that's, that's all that needs to be said. Yeah. And then with the uh, backhand of that bat, swing out at the white mushroom. Who is flat-footed? Who is flat-footed? Right, so minus, minus five for uh, a weapon, a simple weapon. Yeah. Unless it's agile. 15 to hit. And flat footed. Miss. Alright, well, that's it. Douglas. Should I get back into the fight? No, fuck off. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's gonna delay. <laughs> is this, is I don't this... know why you're out here trying to get killed. Is this, uh. Leshy grappled right now? Can't remember. Yes, These are strange. Yes. These are strange. Oh, yeah. so you can't do anything. I think the only can action you can take it? is to try to break out, but I'm not positive. Go for it. I haven't seen what restraint does. You can manipulate your way out of this uh, grapple here. Yeah. Guessing it would be an athletics check if he's able to. You're tied up and can barely move where a creature has you pinned. You have the flat-footed and immobilized conditions, and you can't use any actions with the attack or manipulate traits except to attempt to escape or force open your bonds. Restrained overrides grabbed. So yeah, you have the option to um, attempt to escape or force open. 
Athletics. 14. Against my 42 DC? I believe so. Yes. That is a failure. Oh, jeez. And a manipulate action? I believe, was it? I believe trying to break... Hold on. It probably was. I'm <laughs> sure. I think so. Oh, give me one. <laughs> give me another shot. I think it's. it just has the attack trait on Force Open. Oh, and that penalty of yours would have been at a minus two as well. At a minus two. Yeah, attempting to force something open without a crowbar <laughs> is a minus two penalty to athletics check to force open. So that would have been a 12, right? Right. Uh, because you failed a check, Gots has the upstage feat. <laughs> the trigger is a foe attempts a skill check and does not get a critical success. After your foe has tried your best, you show everyone how it's really done. Attempt to check using the same skill that triggered this reaction. If you get a success, uh, sorry, critical success gives you a plus one to attack rolls and perception. He's going to uh, attempt to uh, essentially re-grapple off of that. Wow. Silly squirmy beast. This is how it's done. Uh, that is a 20... A 20 against its fortitude. Yeah, you got it. Uh, it takes bludgeoning damage equal to his strength. It takes uh, four points of damage. Oh, you just crush his head. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, he had exactly four HP. That's funny. Yeah, that's cool. If it's dead, it's fucking dead. Gots just yeah. feels this... This little mushroom starting to wriggle, try to break out of his vice grip. And, uh, he kind of just, like, looks down at it for a moment. I think you'll have to try harder than that. And he just squeezes tighter, and there's just an audible pop as, uh, mushroom gray matter just kind of goes everywhere. He loves popping things. And he just looks down, and he's just very disappointed again. <laughs> just discards the floppy remains. Stands up, brushes himself off. Nathan lifts up his suitcase and looks at it and just kind of like dusts it off. And uh, looks down at his shoes and he's like, fixes his hair. Dougie. Yes, yes. What do you think you are? What do I think I am? Yeah. I'm, I'm a scholar. I'm an explorer. Oh, yeah, yeah. You went to school? I did. Yeah. Several Got some degrees. degrees. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. What the fuck are you doing in a fight? I had no choice. Yeah, you did. You got... I... Do you not see who you're with? I mean, yes, I feel very safe, but I didn't see the snake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, know. to be fair, I did just kind of fall asleep in the middle of that fight. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, wrong. Well, to your credit, I had trouble stingering myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> must have been it. Anyway, we keep moving. Just uh, yes. next time, try and stay out of the way, all right? Oh, oh, quick. Yeah, yes. Don't die. I'd like to get out of this place. Quick, quick. I don't have a map. Right oh, now, yes. you're yes. more more useful to us alive than dead, so I'd appreciate if you didn't throw yourself into danger for no fucking reason. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I I I care about you. We're friends. I I agree. 
kind of angry for a friend, but uh, I'm hurting. <laughs> I'm going to try to heal myself. Let me see if I have a skill. <laughs> oh, good, I'm trained. Really quick. <laughs> I'm trained. That's fantastic. I got it exactly. Spend ten minutes. Yeah, I, I think while he's doing that, Gus is also going to do a medicine check on himself just to make sure everything's all right. And I mean, that, that's a 15 exactly. Uh, nice. Okay. How, how are you doing, Matt? How's yeah, Ronk doing? I mean, if you're doing it, I might as well check myself. <clears throat> yeah, you see Douglas is, like, setting up camp right now. All right. Uh, yeah, Ronk, Ronk is fine. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Nathan's going to walk over. God, my guy. And hand you a bottle of water, and just kind of like dust off your shoulders. You, 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 you did good out there, kid. You did real great. So, what time is it? Sun's starting to go down. You see Douglas drop his sack. Looks like he's preparing for camp. Fine. All so right, we'll hurry up with the tent. Oh, uh, it's only big enough for me, Jason. Did we bring a tent? We brought a tent. Uh, Ronk pulls out. Ronk's got a, a bag under the cloak. Pulls out a bedroll, throws it down. Oh, we don't have a tent. We have a bedroll. Ronk whips off the cloak, puts some sticks through it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's been a tent this whole time. Cool. That would be pretty sick. Creative. Beanball squeezes into a two-man tent. <laughs> Man, when can we lose this guy? Excuse me? You heard what I said. I did. Wake me up when it's time to go, but do not put your hands on me while I'm sleeping. I'll use my cane. What do not touch me while I am sleeping. This goes for everyone. I wonder if it's okay I will send Mr. Dwimavel to wake you up. Do not touch me while I am sleeping. We're good okay. on that. Yeah, all right. Yes. I don't know. Need to See touch you me. in the morning. Nathan, when she was sleeping in the fight, did you touch her? <laughs> Gods, we won't talk about it. That was a different situation, mate. <laughs> I guess we won't talk about that. I don't know what happened. And we're going to stop talking about it. Fair enough. See you bright and early in the morning. Yeah. And uh, Gods is going to climb a tree. And uh, rests in one of the lower branches. Nathan's going to find a sharp rock. He's going to, like, roll at his bedroll, like, next to the tent. And just kind of, like, trip and cut the tent. <laughs> Jeez. Just cut a hole in the tent. <laughs> in Dougie's tent. What are you doing? Oh, I'm so sorry. I tripped. Do you want me to do a deception? <laughs> uh, hang on. Yes. A deception will be made. Oh. Okay. Okay. Just really, really trying to push your luck with this guy. He already really likes you after you almost killed him. (laughs) Just. What kind of guy? What kind of guy doesn't bring tents for everybody? Well, to be fair, he did offer uh, us time to do anything in town before we went on this trek. I didn't think we'd have to with a guide. I'm quite comfortable up here. Oh, good, good. Nathan will get yeah, in God's comfortable. We all uh, 
Were you doing anything with that hole in the tent? No, I just wanted to cut his tent because I'm mad. Okay. And he's spiteful. <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> it's just how Nathan is. Like, okay, just off the record, with Nathan's God, I'm pretty sure that everyone already knows what Nathan's God is. One of the things, like, one of the reasons that he just does not care about Dougie, <laughs> Dougie, Douglas, My it, Dougie. My Dougie? is My because Dougie. it's part of his religion. It's it's just, like, part of his mindset from his religion, rather. So he's just like, I don't care about this guy. He, like, in Nathan's mind, he's like, why do we have to put up with this, this like, load of bricks? <laughs> Basically. I mean, Ronk would agree, yeah. but also Ronk does not know the jungle. Yeah, no, no. He doesn't want him to die. He just doesn't want him to be happy. <laughs> but if he dies, then Nathan, Nathan's not too worried about it. The Cursed Caravan uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Use under Paizo's community use policy, paizo.com slash community use. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. The Curse Caravan is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. The Curse Caravan theme music and the beat you're hearing now is written by our very own Matthew. We would like to thank Michael Gelfie Studios, the world reference for tabletop RPG audio for the music and the ambiance. You can find out more about them at michaelgelfie.com check out their Patreon and YouTube links in the description. Leave us a comment, rate us five stars on your podcast app of choice, especially Apple Podcasts. Spotify also allows you to rate and leave comments, so get on those comments, let us know what you think. All of our contact information is in the description. Thank you for being a traveler on the Cursed Caravan. It's a PP. Hang on. Excuse oh. me. That was wet, Emma. It was really wet. It hurt. Are you okay? Should you go to the bathroom? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. It was dry. I know it sounded wet, but I've got a f- fucking clappy butt cheeks. <laughs> I've got clappy butt cheeks. <laughs> See, you guys don't even know when I fart. Because they're silent. Well, you don't make a show of it, I'm sure. You're not like doing what I'm doing. <laughs> every time hey, you guys every time you guys punch me, I fart. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh god, Emma, that one I can actually smell. Yes. You just displace the pain through your butthole. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. All the forces coming into my arm, I'm like <laughs> it just, it just creates a gas pocket. <laughs> Man, that out of context every time you guys punch me. <laughs> okay, it is, 